uh, I'm Alicia Joe with Alicia Having Joe Cosplay, and my favorite character is Squirrel Girl because she's unbeatable. In a world where comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf. Ah, nerd! From the TV screens and movie scenes. From collecting your favorite pop toys. They're figurines! Where cosplay is your freedom of expression. Where cartoons and anime are your absolute obsession. If you're looking for a podcast that shares that connection, you can find this and more in the comic section. Hey, that's right, guys. We are back. Episode two slash issue number two of the comics section. I am your host, Jason, alongside my co-host. Lil CO. Lil CO, what's <laughs> going on? How you been? I'm feeling real good. How you doing? I'm feeling great. We had a <laughs> lot of great feedback, a lot of positive energy from the first episode. So I want to give thanks to everyone who's listening, everyone who's following us right now, and everyone that's anticipating the next episode like this one so uh i think we should go ahead and get into it right yeah boy all right well hey let's talk about the trailer that dropped we kind of predicted this was going to happen as soon as we recorded our first episode and i'm talking about that avengers in-game teaser we lost all of us you lost friends you lost family we lost a part of ourselves This is the fight of our lives. This is going to work, Steve. I know it is. Because I don't know what I'm going to do if it doesn't. Yes. That too. My goodness. CO. Oh my gosh. It's like Marvel heard our podcast and they were like, who's that CO person? Mm -hmm. Oh, uh, let's make them look like a damn fool. Mm, (laughs) That's how you felt? Yes. They felt like they personally heard the podcast and were like, let's, you know what? Since they said that, Mm -hmm. let's go ahead and drop that teaser right now, baby. Let's go ahead and drop it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you're right. Because uh, (laughs) when it dropped, I was like, oh my goodness. They had to drop it right now. And I was thinking... April, well, the movie comes out in April, but I was thinking right after Captain Marvel. So I was like, okay, cool. Maybe they might tease it mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. But, well, in a way, this was kind of a teaser. Yeah, right? it was definitely a teaser. It was definitely no plot. So that's fine. <laughs> no plot, nothing, which is good. I love that. Don't yeah. tell me anything. Let us speculate. So let's speculate. Who boy? CO. Um, well, you know... It's it's funny because in the last one, I kind of gave away my thought process at least. But after I saw the teaser, I guess I have to eat my own words. And mm. I have to say that Ant-Man is going to be more hey, important than I thought. <laughs> yeah. All the Ant-Man fans going crazy right now. So I'm sure you're really happy about that. Yeah, but, man. you know, I still I'm going to double down and I'm going to say that Captain Marvel is still going to be the one that saves everyone. OK. I feel like Ant-Man is going to be the doorway. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an important I don't want to say plot device, but plot device uh, that kind of moves the game pieces towards the final showdown. But, <clears throat> excuse me. But yeah, I'm going to have to say that Captain Marvel is still going to be the tank. She's going to bring it home. She's going to punch Thanos right in his smug face mm. and bring us the victory we so crave. And <laughs> seeing that teaser, man, Thanos out there chilling, man. Wow, what a jerk, right? I mean, he had the scarecrow, you know, <laughs> just, you know, and it's so cool because it's kind of like the paying homage of the, you know, the comic book of the Infinity Gauntlet where he had that out there. But, yo, I thought the teaser was amazing. And remember what I said about Hawkeye, right? Yes. Was he not in that trailer? Uh, was he yes. not turned? He had that that turn where you're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm done with this. Ronan. Yes, you were right. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. That's all I've been reaching for. I've been wanting that, and I'm glad I got it. Thank oh, you, CEO. I'm so sick of Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> CEO, man, I'm telling you, you're going to get on that Hawkeye slash Ronan bandwagon let man. Me come stop. on there's let me plenty stop. of room let me stop i don't hate i don't hate hawkeye i, oh. have, to, I have to stop being bitter okay but i think that the fans give him too much credit <gasps> and that the producers or the directors of that movie use him as a fail safe a little too often like as mm. a safety net to kind of catch the avengers when they get down on themselves and bring really? them back up 
Okay. But, you know, I'm whatever. I, I'm, I'm excited. I love the idea of him with the blade instead of the arrows. Yeah. You know, whatever. So I'm excited. I'm actually excited for Hawkeye. All right. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Seal became a Hawkeye fan. You heard it first. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no? No? Okay. I'm, I'm I guess. All right. I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Okay. So <laughs> let's get into the theories again. You know, we kind of talked about it on the first episode uh, about, like, kind of who's going to die, who's going to stay. Has your opinions changed at all? Besides the whole Ant-Man and, you know, Captain Marvel, but I'm saying. Well, I I think after that teaser, I feel like before I didn't think that Tony Stark, or I thought Tony Stark was going to die. Okay. Like, I thought he was gonzo. Yeah. I, I know that Robert Downey Jr. has talked a lot about kind of leaving Avengers behind, that he's kind of done, he's ready to move on. Right. Maybe even uh, direct or whatever, mm-hmm. which is cool, you know, whatever. Um, it's been 10 years, so that's pretty fair. Okay. But, you know, I don't think he's going to die. I, I just so. don't. After the way they kind of framed the beginning of that teaser of super tragic and yeah. them building it up that high, I yeah. don't think that they can resist the urge to knock it back down and mm. save him. Okay. But I definitely think that Captain America is dead. I, I think, think he's so. going to die for sure. You know what? And after seeing the teaser at least 35 to 40 times this morning, <laughs> uh, I kind of agree with you. Mm-hmm. You know, with the whole Peggy, you know, picture in his locket. Yeah. And that, that love is still there. You know, it's kind of crazy, though. Like, what happened with that love with uh, Peggy's don't, daughter? Don't. What happened on. with that? That's not her daughter. What is this? Her Or, uh, I'm sorry. Niece? niece? Uh, I'm sorry. I apologize. Agent, I know, agent 13? Right. right. I know someone's going to correct me. Like, oh, what are you, what are you talking about? It's the wrong person. I, Sharon. I, Sharon. Sharon Carter? Yes. Sharon was it Sharon Carter? Carter. Okay. Ooh, all right. Boy. Well, hey, I'm just saying that kind of, maybe that was just a fling. Oh, yeah. Of course. I think so. Um... Listen, don't even get me started on that because that was such a waste of time. It was such a waste of storytelling. You like, know really. what? You're right because I was. Mm, well, you're on not it. feeling it. I no, was not I wasn't. feeling. That. I wasn't feeling it. They totally shoehorned it in to yeah. just kind of have some sort of romantic plot happening right, right. in Civil War for no reason. Yeah, I didn't need that. Right, I feel you. And you know, again, Cap with Cap possibly passing. But you know what though? What if they throw like a curveball? Now I know. They're saying some people are going to die, like, permanently. And it could be Cap. And I wouldn't be surprised if it is Cap. But knowing how Marvel does things, it's kind of like, is that two on the nose? Do you think they might be like, all right, we know you guys are expecting one of these two to go. What if they take out Thor? Which I hope they don't, because I love Thor. But, you know, what if they took out... Well, they're not taking out Black Widow, because she has her movie that's coming soon. Well, I think her movie's pre-Avengers. Ooh. Yeah, it's an origin movie, so. Oh. No so, promises. No promises. You have to remember that. Never any promises. That's what I'm saying. So that's why I'm like, when I hear people talk about that, I'm thinking, well, it's kind of on the nose. If I, I'm. I don't think so. No? I think that, I th- I mean, I would hate to see him go. Yeah. But we know that the actor for Captain America is kind of done. Yeah. He said that he's also said that he's kind of ready to move on. That yeah. He also wants to move on to directing, which yeah. is totally fine. Right. But I think that. If anyone was to die, it would be the most fitting would be Captain America. Him sacrificing his life mm-hmm. to save his friends, right. to save his new family of superheroes yeah. would be the most fitting thing. I think that's what he would want. I think that that's what the movie deserves. I mean, it's sad to kind of say this character deserves to die, but I just think that that's the climax for this version of Captain America that we're seeing mm. in the MCU. It's a good point because you have like two people you can pass the shield to. You have Bucky. And, of course, you have Falcon. Right. So it's going to be interesting. Yeah, very, both, very both of those characters have been Captain America in the comics. Yeah. But, you know, with the whole having Thanos even be present, having the the gauntlet be present, mm-hmm. for all we know, they could do another snap and there could be different versions of Captain America. It's true. Because there have been other versions like America Chavez, who's the really popular version right now. Right. So we, we never know. They could shake things up. They could change it up. Mm-hmm. Um, or they could bring in a new Captain America. We never know. That's a good it point. It could be crazy. I mean, they might even use the snap to explain why the X-Men are kind of showing hey. up. So <laughs> they have you know unlimited potential with the gauntlet, unfortunately, yeah, for us. Yeah, they do. They do. They do. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the gauntlet and, you know, all of the, the situations that may come after the snap, one person who predicted the, I guess, the end is coming back for a sequel, which we know is for sure, and that's Doctor Strange. <laughs> Director Scott Derrickson is signed on for directing the sequel, part two. So we kind of know he's going to come back. I mean, obviously, he's the newer character. All the new characters, we believe, are coming back, we think. Right. I think the reason why, I mean, 
obviously it's part of the plot. It's part of the storyline. 50% yeah. of human life on earth disappears or not. I'm sorry, not human life, any life, mm -hmm. even animals were affected by the snap fun fact. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that would be a really clever way. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry. Um, I think that that would be, uh, anyway, I'm sorry. So they disappeared all of the new Avengers basically mm -hmm. in this movie. And I think that that was really clever because it gives us a chance as the viewers to kind of say goodbye to a lot of the older Avenger characters yeah. and to kind of usher in a new era with the new Avengers. Right. People like Vision, like Scarlet Witch, like Falcon. Yeah. Um, and we kind of saw, we kind of saw hints of that when we, when, what was it? I think it was one of the after credit scenes where they cut to the Avengers headquarters and there's uh -huh. Tony with the new Avengers. Right. Um, so I think that I think that Marvel wants to move on anyways, and mm -hmm. I think that the Thanos and the Gauntlet is the perfect way to kind of make that happen. Yeah. But this this last Infinity, I'm sorry, not Infinity Wars, Endgame. <laughs> Endgame is going to be the perfect chance for us to say kind of goodbye to like Captain America. Yeah. Let, let go of Tony Stark. Right. I don't think that he's going to die, but I think that he's kind of going to fade into the background. I think right. he's going to turn into more of a mentor to gotcha. the new Avengers. Yeah, right, for like Spider-Man and all of that, right? Exactly. Okay, awesome. Well, I know I'm super <laughs> excited for all of this, all of this good stuff that's coming because Doctor Strange 2, uh, did you like the first movie? Oh, yes, I did. Yeah? I, you know, Benedict Cumberbatch rubs me the wrong way. I'm not going to lie. I'm one of those people. Mm. I take, I don't love the guy Ooh. like everybody else, but he did a phenomenal job. He looks exactly like him. Right. And he made the character actually likable, which is so impossible because at first he's just, <laughs> what's right. the word? Jerk. A jerk. Like yeah. he is, you just want to slap him in the face and yeah. ditch him. Mm. So, yeah, I'm really excited that, especially that the original director is coming back and working on the second one. Right. Um, I think it's so important to keep that, uh, you know, the feel of the first one, which is great. But I'm really glad that Doctor Strange, obviously, well, hopefully, obviously, is coming back. As I said before, no promises. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Be back, Jeremy. Hey, what was that? Went forward in time to view alternate futures to see all the possible outcomes of the coming conflict. How many did you see? 14,605. How many did we win? One. All right, some more breaking news. Looks like, uh, you know, the big CW Elseworld crossover. Woo! Yo, how do you feel about that? I think that's awesome that they even went there. Like, I, I can't tell you how nervous I got when I heard that the first Flash movie was going to be Flashpoint Paradox. Yeah. That's kind of a, it's kind of a ballsy move. Mm -hmm. But uh, CW finally kind of building up to an Elseworlds yeah. thing is so cool. It's so amazing. And it's something I live for as a DC fan. So I was really excited when I saw that. But I think my favorite thing mm -hmm. is the breakout character, which is what we want to talk about right now. That's right. Batwoman! Batwoman! What? Yo, Batwoman, awesome. Yeah, she's epic. <laughs> she is very epic. Oh, that's badass. Ah! That's not Batman. Kate Kane told you to get out of Gotham. You should have listened to her. Yeah. She is like the coolest member of the Bat family, in my opinion. Ooh. There's a lot of really cool members. I mean, we have Batgirl, who's great. We have many different people have played Bat, or not played, I'm sorry, have put on the Batgirl cowl. A lot uh -huh. of Robins, you know, uh, Red Hood, which is great. Yeah. Uh, Nightwing. Nightwing, okay. <laughs> who's the best, clearly yeah. the best. Mm. But I feel like Batwoman is one of the strongest Bat family characters which is actually really funny because she's like an unofficial uh, unofficial bat woman I'm sorry, okay a bat family member <laughs> huh. okay well, yeah. I, I, well i didn't know that so yeah. how is that how is she not a, a i guess a member for sure oh yeah okay so well as you know with all the rob with robin batgirl characters like that mm -hmm. uh batman personally chose them each okay. individual person from dick grayson to tim drake to well kind of damian wayne uh, Barbara Gordon <laughs> kind of chose him. Right, right. But, um, you know, he handpicked these people to be his sidekicks. Okay. So Batwoman was never one of those people. She was never a sidekick. Mm. Um, she wasn't even, like, invited to be part of the Bat family, as really? we call it. She kind of picked up the cowl on her own. She used to be an ex, I'm sorry. Yeah, she was an ex-military member. Okay. She got uh, kicked out of the military because she was a lesbian mm. during the time when the military was doing the Don't Ask, Don't Tell. 
era of their existence. Right. Uh, so she got kicked out, and so she was a socialite. She's actually Bruce Wayne's cousin. Or, I'm sorry, a distant cousin. Uh, but she has the money, she has the funding, she has the time and the training, much like Bruce Wayne, to kind of take on the cow and kick butt and take mm. names. Okay. Uh, but, you know, since obviously Batman was active in their city. Yeah. <laughs> since she was, I'm sorry, since he was active in her city, she kind of made herself in his image, ah. but she is not part of his team. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, there was also there was like a really awesome storyline where he kind of tracks her down and is like, "Listen, why are you wearing my mask? Like, Ooh. what are you doing? Okay. Uh, you're making me look bad because right. she kills people. She really messes them up. She she kind of takes it to another level that he doesn't Ooh. according to his code. Okay. All right. So <laughs> she's an it. awesome character. I'm liking her already. I'm liking her already. <laughs> All right. And you said so. There's like a cool comic run that people can. Check oh out. yeah. There's. I mean, she's she's definitely picked up the pace. Originally, her character was, um, you know, supposed to be a romantic character yeah. opposite Batman. Uh-huh. They retconned her and changed her into uh, Kate Kane, which is the socialite um, living in Gotham along with Bruce Wayne. But yeah, uh, Batwoman New 52 had a really awesome run. Uh, Batwoman Rebirth is currently happening right now. Um, I really recommend that New, new 52 storyline. Okay. It is epic. Epic. It's all awesome. right. Awesome, <laughs> man. Well, hey, all of my people out there who just got educated like myself, thanks to Little CEO, make sure you hit up your local comic book store and go get you some dope Batwoman comics. My favorite heroes are the uh, X-Men. I follow the comic books pretty closely during high school and college. The movies are always going to hold a special place in my heart, regardless of how crappy they are. And uh, speaking of epic, my video game fans out there. Oh, yeah. Video game fans out there. I'm sure a lot of you may have watched the game. Uh, was it the Video Game Awards? It was. And uh, big deal. Very, very big deal. Now, me, myself, I don't, I wish I can game more, <laughs> but you know, life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It it's, comes at you fast. It comes at you fast. You got <laughs> bills. I mean, you might have kids. You never know. And um, But one game in particular took home the big prize of the night. All right. And the game award for game of the year goes to God of War. Right. <laughs> God of War. Game of the year. See, have you played God of War? You I'm sure you're familiar with the franchise, but... Oh, yeah. I dabble a little bit in the video game also. Mm. Um, I haven't played the the God of War games that kind of came out before this last one. Okay. But I <laughs> I dabbled a little bit with the new one with the sun, which is so awesome. It yeah. was a beautiful game. It was it was top tier just from the... the the What is the word for this? From the, the specs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The, the design was fabulous. Right. But... The story kind of actually gripped me this time. It really got to me. He has a son that he never knew he had uh-huh. with a woman he had time with mm-hmm. back in the day. Hey. Um, but she passed away. And so they're kind of on this epic journey yeah. to kind of move on or, or come to grips with her passing away. Gotcha. It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's got Viking gods. Mm-hmm. It's got Loki. Loki comes and personally whips Kratos' ass. Like, it's fantastic. Really? It's a beautiful game. It, it definitely deserved the Game of the Year Award. Hey, man, shout-outs to God of War. You know, one thing that I do, speaking of, like, you know, you're talking about how the story grips you. Yes. Um, one thing that I do, guilty pleasure, and I'm, I know I'm not the only one, because I don't have time to play the games anymore, I actually go on YouTube and watch the game being played by someone else. You yes, do the same? I absolutely do the whole time. When yeah. I'm working on my artwork or working on a costume or something, yeah. um, that way I can still enjoy the game and yeah. the the play the playthrough and stuff like that, but right. not actually have to do it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I sometimes just watch the movie clips because whoever put the movie clips together, yes. it's truly like a movie, like a two and a half to three hour movie that you just like sit and watch the movie cutscenes. I do that all the time. I want to give a big shout out to whoever those people are who yeah. take the time to make those. I love you so much. <laughs> yeah, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all y'all are the true MVPs the out real there. MVPs. For real, for real. <laughs> and also, uh, some big news. Netflix, you know, Marvel, you know, they haven't had the best relationship as of late. You know what I'm saying? People leaving, getting cut, you know, Ooh. cancellations. But one show is still coming out next month january and i'm talking about punisher guys yeah, boy. i don't want to have to kill you now look i'm gonna go that way you do what you gotta do i said stop 
Get on your knees right now. Do it. Easy. 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 So are you a big Punisher fan? Boy. (laughs) Boy, am I. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I know we've said this a lot and I never get tired of saying it because it makes people mad. Mm -hmm. But Marvel is not my favorite. Right. I've heard. I've heard these. But wow, did Punisher blow me away. The first season of The Punisher is actually one of my favorite Marvel TV shows. Mm. So. Okay. Well, here's a little bit of a hot take for you. Uh-oh. Uh, I thought it was cool. I like lo- no, I like the Punisher. Actually, I really like the Punisher. I might love the Punisher, but my only criticism of the first season of the Punisher, and I get it because they have to do it for every show. Origin shows or you know the first season, you have to kind of go into the backstory. And I'm like, okay, but I felt like throughout the show, he kept having those flashbacks of his family getting murdered and yeah. all of that. And it got to a point where I'm like, okay, I get it. I know you're mad. You're upset. Cool, man. Let's just go ahead and take out these people, man. We don't have to keep going back. Because you know what? That hurt my heart to have to keep That's fair. showing that replay over and over. It's, so like, it's like hashtag triggered with the whole like Martha Wayne's pearls. If I have to watch Martha Wayne's pearls fall one more time, yeah, I'm yeah. going like, to just lose it. Right. I guess so. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a perfect analogy because I'm like, yeah. All right, I get it. Yes, I mean, it sucks. I feel bad for you. Now I want you to be Punisher and go out here and punish all those people that did this. <laughs> but I felt like every time he got close, he flashed back. Now it's like, oh, here we go. Man. Yeah, it kind of like ruined the anticipation yeah, for you. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Right. And don't get me wrong, I love uh, John Barenthal. Oh, wow. Great, Ooh. great Punisher. I'm not going to lie. My favorite Punisher, like, to, until I saw him, was Thomas Jane from the 2000 movie. Oh, right. Right? Even though, you know, John Travolta, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was, I, I loved him as a Punisher. I was like, all right, this might be the top of the top. And a friend of mine actually went and rewatched Warzone, that one that came out a few years after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't really received all that well. But from what I've heard, because I haven't seen it, but the person who played the Punisher played him to a T. Like oh, he cool. was not messing around. So, you know, I was kind of iffy, but after watching the first season, I was like, yeah, John Barenthal is the Punisher. Punisher. He did a fantastic job. He did. I was really impressed because I feel like the Punisher can be a hard character because he's got to be, he's got to be gruff. He's got to be hard, Mm -hmm. almost unlikable, but he still needs to be relatable. So you kind of have to learn how to pull that back a little bit and let him be soft in all the right moments. And I feel like he really did a good job at that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I I remember hearing some interviews of him where he was like, he has like kids of his own in real life. And he had to kind of explain to his kids, like, look, I'm sorry, but I'm going to be kind of cold these next few months because I got to get into character. character. So I'm going to be kind of cold hearted and you might not want to be around me so much because that's how dedicated he is to the part. So you can't ask for a better, you know, situation because you have sometimes you will see a movie and an actor. You can tell an actor is kind of there for the check. They kind of just mail it in. Yeah. Not this guy. John Barenthal. He's like, no, I'm taking this all the way. This is (laughs) I want people to see me and see Punisher because that's who I see. Yeah. You know, so shout outs to that. I'm super excited. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm so excited to see the second season. I feel like. I feel like, like for example, the Daredevil season three was just so fantastic. It was amazing. Luke Cage season two was so good. Oh yeah. And then Jessica Jones season two, oh, it was fantastic. Oh, so I feel like man. they're on a really good roll. Yeah. Um, and a character like the Punisher, like I just want a really good story. I want to see where they take it after he's kind of done the thing, right? Where he's been vindicated, he's gotten his revenge. So like, mm-hmm. what? Where does he go from here? Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. And okay, so when it comes out. Are you predicting that they're probably going to get the axe as well? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That sucks. Like, I don't want to speculate that. But, yeah. it, I mean, you know, I was I actually was talking to one of my my friends about it. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, a huge Marvel fan. Yeah. Uh, you might know him. Comic Book John. Hey, what up, John? <laughs> but, you know, he actually let me know that it's not that Marvel canceled the shows. It's mm-hmm. that Netflix canceled the shows. Mm-hmm. They wanted to get rid of them. Because, really? A, they're so expensive to make. Fun fact. Didn't know that. Ah. Uh, but apparently those Marvel shows are really expensive to make. Hmm. And, um, you know, since DC, I'm sorry, not DC, I'm sorry. Since Disney is starting their own streaming service, Netflix right. is kind of PO'd at them. Yeah. Um, and kind of wanted to get them back by ruining some of their content. 
Ooh. So that kind of sucks. Wow. <laughs> I also heard, too, I, I heard in this article that uh, because of the contract that I guess the show is or has, like none of once they're canceled, none of those characters can appear for like two years. Yeah, that's what he's telling me, too. Yeah, oh, that sucks. That's crazy. Now, I, you know, we, I got to read. I got to have to do some more research. Yeah. Read the fine print and find mm-hmm. this out. But um, they can't have their own independent shows like they did on Netflix. But would they could Netflix stop Disney from pairing them up? You know, if they wanted right. to do a mini Defenders. Right show if they yeah. wanted to do like we were saying earlier heroes for heroes hire Fire. would yeah, they be yeah. able to stop them from doing that who knows mm. but yeah waiting two years oh that will uh, that will probably kill your yeah, your show absolutely unless you really really hype it up maybe have them have special appearances on the right. other shows yeah little maybe little movies instead That's of a what tv I'm saying. show or better yet have them in the mcu yeah that would be them. amazing that would be really cool i would love to see daredevil and spider-man interact like just like, hey, you know, I'm just hanging out in Hell's Kitchen. And friendly neighborhood Spider-Man just pops up out of nowhere and be like, hey, what's up, guy? And, you know. Or if they all showed up in Endgame, that would be crazy. Hey, well, <laughs> look, I know I read the Russo brothers wanted to use the Netflix um, mm-hmm. characters, but it was just a lot of legal. And, right. You know. It's, well, but uh, now they're not tied up. It's true. So who knows? Hey, who knows? Who knows? So uh, definitely can't wait and make sure you guys check it out when it comes on January. I'm sure it's going to be breaking all the streaming records oh, yeah. by the time that. <laughs> well, my, my favorite superhero, I don't really a hero, I like the Joker. Because I like to play pr- play pranks and all that kind of stuff too. Right. So that, that's always been a big thing of mine with him. Is, you know, we a lot of like except for I don't hurt people. <laughs> all right. So now it is that time that we get into coming soon slash previews, guys. A lot of great things coming. I'm super excited. First thing, Stranger Things. Season three. We missed you. I missed you too. We talked about you pretty much every day. Teeth. What? You have teeth. Oh, you like these pearls? Oh boy, my favorite. The Netflix original TV series that's coming soon, Umbrella Academy. What? In October 1989, 43 women around the world gave birth. None of these women had been pregnant when the day first began. I have adopted six such children, gifted with abilities. I give you the Umbrella Academy. We got to talk about Godzilla. I know you've seen that trailer, right? Oh, yeah. I'm actually hyped about it. Battling for dominance. Arrival Alpha to Godzilla. You gotta be kidding. (laughs) Um, And then I know you're really excited about the Sonic teaser. That's right, Sonic the Hedgehog, yo. All right, so um, like you said, you're the most excited about Umbrella Academy. Yeah, I'm really easy to read this week. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. You don't have to ask. There's no question about it. Yeah. I'm super psyched. I am literally wearing an Umbrella Academy t-shirt. She right is. Meow. <laughs> Straight up. She, no lying. I can see it right there. So, um, okay, I'm unfamiliar, and I'm sure maybe a good bit of people are unfamiliar, maybe. Oh, I'm sure they are. So how about you kind of <laughs> give us a little, you know, breakdown, brief history on Umbrella Academy and why we must watch this new series. Well, first of all, you should just watch it because you should support any content that's comic book related. Right. But this one is going to be really awesome. It's going to be something different. If you like stuff like Watchmen, if you like V for Vendetta, if mm-hmm. you like the darker side of superheroes, then Umbrella Academy is going to satisfy that itch for you. Mm. Umbrella Academy is a super awesome independent comic from Dark Horse Comics. Okay. It was written by Gerard Way. Now, that name might sound a little familiar a to you. A little bit, yeah. Because Broadway was the lead singer of My Chemical Romance back oh, in the wow. day. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but before he was a musician, he was actually a comic book artist and writer. Mm. Um, but obviously, he got more successful with the band, used his fame to kind of catapult into comic book writing. Right. So this was his first solo comic, which was really cool. But anyway, a little more about Umbrella Academy. It, it's, it's pretty dark, like I mentioned, but it is about a dysfunctional family of seven kids. So these seven kids were all born on the same day at the same time to mm. separate mothers. Oh, wow. So it was a really weird, bizarre thing that kind of happened. Okay. So what happened is their father, or we'll call him that, mm-hmm. uh, Sir Hargreaves adopts as many of these children as he possibly can. Mm. And uh, unfortunately, he only gets like seven of them. And as children, he trains them to be a superhero team. 
But unfortunately, he's kind of a flawed individual. He's got, you know, he's got bad kind of, what is the word for this? Um, Like bad intentions? He's got bad intentions. Mm. So he kind of warps the team. He kind of abuses them a little bit emotionally and kind of traumatizes them. Oh, wow. So when they become adults, they part ways and they just they disassemble the team mm. and they kind of move on with their lives. They become independent superheroes. They become celebrities, maybe okay. book writers, stuff like that. Um, of course, though, there comes a point where their father passes away. So they all have to come back together for his funeral. Ah. But when they do come together, the world starts kind of falling apart and they have to save the world as oh. always <laughs> oh. while simultaneously trying to take care of all their baggage. So oh, wow. it's a really great, it's one of my favorite comics, honestly, of all mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, it's really quirky. It's a little bizarre. It takes place in an alternate timeline where okay. uh, Kennedy never dies. Hmm. So he's still president. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, it's really great. If, if you like alternate kind of comics, then this is going to be the book for you. But this, I think this show is going to be really awesome. It's It's got a lot of, it's action packed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of drama. It's got a lot of really cool costumes and weird things to, to kind of put your eyes on. But right. yeah, it's it's. I'm really excited for it. <laughs> okay, so when you were breaking down, kind of like I guess the father and mm-hmm. the kids and everything. So in my mind, since you know this comic podcast and everything, <laughs> I'm thinking like a messed up Professor X and like yes, the actually, Academy, most, that's right? actually a really good kind of metaphor there, I guess. So it's kind of <laughs> like that, but just more twisted. Yeah, I mean, he calls them the Umbrella Academy. They all live in this big giant mansion together. He trains each one of them separately on how to use their powers per se, um, you know, to build a team. Uh, and I think he kind of makes money. I mean, it's never really it's never really cemented, but I think he like hires them out. But anyway, uh, it's it's complicated and it's great. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And I, and I know they have like the uh, the young lady, uh, Ellen Page. That's right. The biggest star actually is Ellen Page and also yeah. Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige, yo. So she's going to be, you know, breaking into song like while she's saving oh, people. No, no, no. Like, oh, man. <laughs> Not All right. This time. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, I'm going to watch it anyway because, you know, I'm a big fan of both, of course, Mary J. Blige and Ellen Page. So uh, and uh, it's coming out soon. So I'm super excited. And uh, Dark Horse, and so the comic is out now, so that's another good comic that people can go out and and just kind of do more research on before. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, volume 1 and Volume 2, so they're, each volume is six issues, but they came out actually 10 years ago. Because ah. uh, when Volume 2 came out, Broadway got real hot, got picked up by Marvel. Okay. He's actually one of the, he's the creator of the spider character from Into the Spider-Verse. The oh, wow. Young, the young girl with the mecha spider suit. Awesome. Yeah, so he's kind of a big deal now. <laughs> it's a big deal right there. Okay. Um, but yeah, he got picked up by Marvel and DC, kind of yeah. left that project on the wayside. Um, but yeah, Hotel Oblivion, which is volume three, is out in comic book stores right now. There we go. Go <laughs> get that right there. I'm going to have to go get it, man. You know, I'm going to be spending a lot of money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just here, just take my car. Just do what you will with it. Just leave a little bit on there for gas. So um, <laughs> one thing that I'm super excited about, Sonic. Oh, gosh. I'm so worried about Why'd that you for that? you. I'm so worried about that for you. <laughs> Why? Well, look, okay. I got to ask this question, okay? So we've had video game movies. All right. Do you feel that Sonic has the chance to actually be the video game movie that works? Oh, man. You know, I I, I want to be hopeful for you. I want to be mm-hmm. hopeful for you and my friends who love Sonic. Hey. But I, I got to say no. I'm so sorry. After I saw that poster, I was like, what is this humanoid monster on this Whoa, poster? Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait. Hold on now. I mean, because it's, it's Sonic, you know? It's it's dear it's near and dear to my heart. Okay, yeah. I had I had a Sega, I had a Sega CD, <laughs> I had a Sega Saturn, mm-hmm. I had a Sega Dreamcast. So Sega is part of my my lineage. Uh-huh. You know, before I made that jump to PlayStation, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> All I'm saying is, is that I don't know. It has the sound. I mean, maybe I'm just you know fanboying out. Maybe I'm just you know super hopeful. I got my hopes up, but they got the sound. I I hear the rings. That I mean, that's not no? the hardest part. No. Uh, <laughs> You know, listen, I, I want that to be good. I want it for you. Yeah. You hear me? I want you to listen. I want that to be good for you. Okay. But I was really hoping, you know, it would be something kind of similar to Wreck-It Ralph, like the, mm. the animation style. Yeah. But since it is in shadow yet and we haven't seen what it looks like, right. I still got to give it the benefit of the doubt. There we go. But I'm really worried. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm super excited because uh, I don't know, man. I just I got this feeling because, you know, to me, still to this day, the most dopest video game movie We've had still reigning champion Mortal Kombat. Come on. (laughs) 
You got me there. You know what I'm saying? Mortal Kombat. For those of you, I'm sure, if unless you're a kid, you know, you can go and check out that classic. And I'm calling it classic. I it know. Is classic. Yeah, there we go. It Thank is you. Classic. I thought I was just by myself on that ledge. Like, please, CEO, please be on the ledge with me. That is a classic 90s movie. And how about you? Oh, man. You know, you, you, you took my answer. So I'm going oh, to I'm gonna have to think of something else. Okay. Um, You know. Putting you on the spot. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to have to say Tomb Raider. Everybody makes fun of the Tomb Raider wait, movies, wait, 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 but wait, I wait, think wait, wait, it was good. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Are we talking about, we're talking about the new one or the one with Angelina Jolie? You know why I'm talking about the one with Angelina Jolie. Hey. Oh, with her fine behind, so. <laughs> you ain't never lie, man. Angelina Jolie. Okay. I mean, the new ones were cool, too. Mm-hmm. I really like the aesthetic, but um, I don't know. It just didn't really capture me. Like, it just didn't grab me by the shoulders and say, ooh, this is a video game movie. Yeah. It just kind of felt like every other action, you know, Indiana Jones level kind of movie. Okay. Which is cool, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. There's just something about video games that has a different vibe and it just didn't give it to me. But that original Angelina Jolie movie, that that literally felt like a video game happening to me. <laughs> Tonight, Pluto and Neptune align with Uranus. It's the first stage of the alignment of all nine planets, culminating in a full solar eclipse. It only happens once every 5,000 years. When was the eclipse? In one week from today. Yes, that did. For real. Yeah, I... You know what? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you on that. <laughs> At first, I was thinking, mm, but then you're like, you know, your, your point swayed me. And it was good for its time. Right, exactly. And you have to remember that. For its time. <laughs> right. For its time, it was good. You can't compare it to now because, okay. like, movies now are so amazing. They are. They beautiful are. and perfect. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, well, I don't feel like video game movies have gotten a good ride, so. They haven't. It's been tough. It's been a tough uh, 20 plus years, yeah. man. I really hope Sonic changes it. I hope so. Come on, Sonic. Do it for us, man. Please, <laughs> please, please. And I already know Godzilla's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. It I'm looks there. amazing. I am there. You got my money. I want to see it. And next year, Godzilla versus King Kong. That's really? going to be the showdown. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that later. Oh, okay. We're going to be talking about that soon. Later <laughs> episodes. Oh, we're going to be hyping it up, man. Because I got to go out into the public and ask who y'all got in that epic showdown. But that's next year. <laughs> so uh, I'm just, you know, getting you guys prepared. All right. See, my favorite hero is definitely America Chavez. Um, just because I love seeing myself kind of represented in comics. And she looks just like me, so I'm obsessed with America Chavez. Uh, I've been following her through a couple of different comics right now. But my favorite is the West Coast Avengers. That's my jam right now. It's just the look of it and the feel is so amazing. And I'm like, yep, that's my favorite. So now it's time for us to go ahead and get into the review slash hot takes. Oh boy. So what do you want to go first? Now, if we do hot takes first, just letting you know, a few people came up to me a little hot. A little irate. A little irate. <laughs> got rubbed the wrong way like a bad massage. <laughs> you know, they were like, hey, CO was talking reckless about the Joker, the character that we love and adore. And they were upset. Didn't I say that was going to happen? <laughs> right. And I said it too. I was like, okay, yeah, that's, that's a hot take. So, uh, your response to the people who think you're crazy and like, no, what is she talking about? Listen, as soon as you can prove me wrong, mm. Mm. <laughs> if you can tell me that we haven't oversaturated the market with the Joker, uh-huh. then I will I will kneel and I will take that. I will take that hit. Mm. <laughs> but until then, I stand by my hot take. There we I'm go. Done. The Heath Ledger go. was enough. We can retire yeah. and move on to something else. There you go. Her feet has cement in it. That means <laughs> it's not going nowhere off that. That's what's up. Yo. That's respect. So, uh, yeah, if you uh, want to rebuttal, feel free. Hit us up all over social media at the comic section <laughs> and the Gmail comic section podcast at gmail.com. So uh, what do you want to do? You want to do your hot take or do we want to do my review? Oh, boy. Because I'll tell you guys right now, um, I reviewed... A, um, I know I'm super late and I'm super behind on it. They already have a movie and everything. My Hero Academia. Ooh. I just started it. But 
So I know, I know, I know I'm behind. I get it. I look, I hear the laughter. I hear people sucking their teeth right now. I mean, I understand. Look, I'm busy and I'm trying to catch up because there's so many good things is out there. So you That's can't, true. There's can't, a lot of really great content out yeah, there. Yeah, you can't put all the blame on me, you know? <laughs> and I'm not gonna lie, like, and I love anime this right now. So we'll go ahead and get into that. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead and get into the My Hero. I love talking about my let's hero. Let's talk about my hero, okay? <laughs> let's talk about my hero academia. Okay, so I am, four, no, five episodes in? Five episodes in, so I'm super early. I'm, so you I'm barely new. scratched the surface. Right. I'm super <laughs> noob at this. Um, I would say so far, the uh, the main character, Azuku, is, is that how you say his name? I, you know, honestly, I've watched this show three times over. Okay. And I still don't know how to pronounce people's names. It's tough. Aizuki? 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 I just call him Deku or Midoriya. Deku. Deku. <laughs> I might go with Deku. That's kind of easy for me. Um, but yeah, for those who have seen it, obviously most, I think most people have. I'm So I'm new to this. And I don't want to spoil anything. But I'm only on episode five. So, I mean, what is there to spoil? There's nothing you can so, spoil. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> Basically, I love I love it so far. Mm -hmm. So this guy or this uh, young kid, I guess, was born without having powers, which in this world is called quirks. Yes. Okay. So (laughs) it looks like everyone in the world has some type of well, most people in the world was born with some type of power or quirk. Yeah, 80 to 85% of the population now has quirks. And they just randomly showed up one day for no reason. Mm. And most people are born with them. Gotcha. So, yeah. Okay. And so, the main character, Deku. Yes. Uh, so, he <laughs> he's, uh, he's always wanted to be a hero. He looks up to All Might. All Might, yeah. All mm-hmm. Might. And All Might, yeah. All Might. Is when I jam, first right? saw him... <laughs> I was like, okay, I understand. Because All Might, I guess he's the number one. He's the numero uno. He's the number uno. one hero. Hero. And mm-hmm. by looking at him, like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you can I can tell. see that. That dude, <laughs> wow, looks incredible and uh, has some super sick punches. And, you know, the fact that Deku is such a fanboy of him and he wants to be like him. He has dolls all over his room, yep. you know, and he really wants to be a hero. But he just, he wasn't born with that quirk. But the thing that I really like about it so far is that that just doesn't matter. Like, you know, he's still wanting to learn. He still wants to, you know, write things down in his book about the, you know, the heroes and also the villains. He's writing down like, hey, okay, here's little strategies that I've seen and watch online. Like, it's like he's watching YouTube videos of, you know, All Might saving people. And and I just think it's, it's awesome so far. So that's my review so far. I'm only five episodes in. But so far, so good, man. So great, actually, because I'm like, man, this is this is legit. Yeah, this is. And I'm your typical Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> Akira. I'm your typical DBZ person, anime you know, nerd. anime. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm not super in depth with it, uh, but I'm definitely going to change that. Cause this show right here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think if you're not like super into anime, if mm-hmm. you kind of watch some of the big names, but you don't delve deeper than that. Yeah. I think My Hero Academia is the perfect show for like a newbie who wants to start getting more into it. Right. It's I mean, it's it's pretty it's on the surface pretty easy. It's superheroes. Mm-hmm. They're young kids. They go to school. They're trying to learn how to be the best superhero they can be. Right. Um, That's pretty relevant in our time period when we have sure. movies like the MCU and the that's TCU. True. Um, But yeah, it's just a wholesome adorable show it's action-packed it's got friendship yeah it's got a little bit of romance because they're teenagers um but yeah you know them just trying to be the best heroes they can be which i think is just like the cutest thing you'll find your favorite son or daughter in this show and i'm not gonna (laughs) lie uh the first couple episodes super sad man like that who's crying I mean, it's emotional. He never stops crying, so get ready for that. He, he never does? <laughs> he I thought he was... A, he pulls a Stevie Universe on us. He cries like every episode. Are you serious? Yeah. So I got to get ready for that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness, man. I mean, you know... I... He's a wholesome broccoli son. <laughs> wow. Okay. I got to get ready for it. But yeah, so far, so good. I, you know, I love everything. And I even love... Uh, what? Should I say this? I mean, I'm only five episodes in. And yeah, you, they can't, you literally it. can't spoil it. Okay. You don't know anything yet. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, so All Might is actually, I mean, he is All Might, but, you know, I guess when the All Might goes away, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. like a frail, 
<laughs> you know, I'm like, what? Is he sick? Like, he, he doesn't look. Yeah, he can almost turn his power on and off. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So okay. he kind of, like, turns back into the normal version of himself. He turns right. into this big, giant, overpowered Muscular, Superman. Superman-like yeah. guy. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, I got to get further into it, obviously. But, yeah, I was thinking, man, when he dropped down, I'm like, whoa, what in the world? And then the fact that, you know, him and Deco form, like, a... So far, that from what I've seen, like a cool, like maybe big brother, little yeah, brother relationship. Cute little mentor mentee relationship. Yeah. That's like my jam. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> so I love, I love that aspect of the show. Cool. Yeah, it's fantastic. All my, all, I actually really like that he turns back into like a little, like you were saying, he's kind of, he's kind of shrunken. He has a sunken face. He's really skinny and sickly looking. Right. Um, it really humanizes him. You know, he he is the number one hero. He's he's the person everybody looks up to. Mm-hmm. He saves the world all the time. But at the end of the day, he's just a normal guy trying to trying to make it. So. Yeah, I like it, man. I really, <laughs> I really, really like it. And again, I've I'm already in love with Deku because it's like even though he doesn't have powers or quirks, like he still goes. He tries his best. He still tries. He put he puts hundred and ten percent. Like he it. goes into the battle without even thinking. Where these other heroes, they kind of stop. Like no, I ain't getting into that. Like this dude <laughs> is going. He has no powers, but then he he gets it a little bit. So far that I know. So okay. I just. I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. So uh, definitely, I know I'm late to the bandwagon, but anyone out there who has yet to check it out, definitely check it out. Two thumbs up for me, and I'm only five episodes in. (laughs) It's only getting better, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So my hero academia, one of the most underrated characters is Minata. He is the most hated, and the reason why is because he's a pervert. But let me tell you this. He has the most character development in it in the manga because not only does he go from a little wimpy small child to somebody that is brave enough to go up against bad guys that he was talking about ditching he went from a coward to someone that was aggressively brave yeah aggressively brave well here's one uh this topic right here that we're getting into, the hot takes, Ooh. it's only getting better or getting worse for people out there who may <laughs> feel a way about certain things that we're going to be talking about with the hot takes. Again, for those of you who don't know, hot takes is our take, you know, unpopular opinion that, uh, you know, may rile some people up, which already has happened. I've had <laughs> people come up to me saying, CO is out of her mind <laughs> about the Joker. So, CO. <laughs> What's your hot take this week? Oh, boy. You know, after my hot take last week, I wanted to keep it spicy. Mm. So I'm coming for your childhoods this time, guys. Okay. My hot take is I don't like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles. (gasps) I don't like your old school cartoon shows with the silly martial arts and the cartoony buffoonery. <laughs> I just, I can't deal with it. G.I. Joe, I just never watched it. Or I, I tried it. I'll tell you that. I definitely did try it. And it just didn't hit me in the right spot. I'm so sorry, guys. It is all right at best. <laughs> How you feeling? Feeling good? Feeling strong? <laughs> Not really, no. Um, I came for your baby there. You did. You did. Because... Because, okay, let's, all right, you know what? I need to let everyone know, okay? CEO knows. <laughs> um, my favorite superheroes of all time, my number one superhero, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? And this history goes back. Anyone who knows me, my family knows me. You know, my late grandmother, rest in peace, she would always have to endure me coming over and watching the cartoon tapes because I had all the cartoons on VHS. For those of you who not know what VHS is, you know, you can ask your parents or, you know, people. Google it. Google that. Uh, the VHS cartoon tapes, the movies, I had the bed sheets, I had the comforter, I had the drawers, I had the socks, I had the, the soundtrack, I had the music concert when they went on tour, which was Woo! the worst thing ever, but I still loved it. I don't care. <laughs> So yes, this really did I get you good? You got me. You yeah, you got me. I'm uh yeah. I'm so what was it? I mean, is it just campy as you thought it was corny? Yeah, you know, I just I, I really tried to get into it because you know my significant other loves the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, ah. loves Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, loves the old school stuff like that, like GI Joe. Here we and, go. 
and He-Man and, yes. and all that great stuff. And right. I, I swear to God, hand mm-hmm. up, yeah. that I really tried. I really tried to get into it. I mm-hmm. watched the, the live action TMNT movies. Oh, yes. But I just couldn't get behind it. It's <sighs> just maybe I missed that part of my life. You know, I was too busy watching The Simpsons and Jerry Springer in the 90s. Oh, see, there you go. That's your problem <laughs> right there. That's what I'm blaming it on. I'm blaming your... I'm blaming that on Jerry Springer. That's <laughs> Too much reality is. TV. Too much of that. And realism. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah, gosh. I don't know. That whole campy thing. Yeah. The, the like kind of over the top martial arts. Um, and then the like the force fed lesson at the end of every episode. I don't know. It just doesn't. That's good. It just doesn't. I don't know. Don't get me. I don't I don't dig it. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. That's one thing that I feel that's missing and a lot of cartoons now. I mean, they don't even show Saturday morning cartoons anymore. But I remember those end of episode lessons because that taught me a lot. It did. <laughs> I'm a kid. I'm thinking, man, you know what? If Master Splinter said this is wrong or if G.I. <laughs> Joe, one of the commanders of G.I. Joe said, hey, don't go near that stove. You don't go near that stove. Even though, you know, our parents have said that over and over. But it took that cartoon to really get. Well, when your hero says it, right? <laughs> you gotta listen. Exactly, and I feel like that doesn't happen nowadays. You well, know, I mean, I'm I, sure on my age, yes, but I just feel like, <laughs> hey, man, we need more of those PSAs. PSAs. That's what that's they right. are. Right at the end of the episode. Yeah, I miss those. I know. I'm. I don't know. Just doesn't doesn't, just doesn't work do for it, me. Huh? Doesn't work on me. Doesn't work for me. Mm. And I feel bad about that because I know I know this one's gonna get people hot under the collar. I mean, they I'm are, hot. They they love their childhood memories. They yeah. love their transformers. They love their their turtles. Yes. But I gotta I gotta put my feet down and I gotta make this point. That's my hot take. Uh, <laughs> well, I I hope I didn't hurt you too deep. Well, you seen my background <laughs> on my phone. I know it is. It's the turtles, you guys. It's the it's the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, that was CO right there with her hot take. Thank you, CO. As always, you know, I, my respect for you, it continues to grow. Does it? It continues to grow. Now, how I feel about you in other ways, you know, remains to be seen. But anyway, thank you for your hot take. I appreciate that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting, you know, when people come up to me and yeah, Yeah. because they know how I feel. So I feel like I'm proud of myself right now for not sweating and just be like, oh, I'm going crazy. I'm proud of you. I'm trying my best. Trying my best. Okay, so now it is my turn for my hot take this week. And it's I don't think it's as hot as as yours. No, it's definitely not as spicy. It's it's not spicy. It's more look lukewarm. It's a good one though. A little bit, a little mild. It's uh it's chewy. You gotta you gotta kinda work through it. Right, right. So there was a movie that came out in the two thousands and it was called Jumper. Right? Now Jumper, when it came out, starred Hayden Christensen. For all my Star Wars fans out there, they're already cringing because uh, he got a lot of hate for playing Anakin. I hate sand. You know, yeah, that, <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, so it starred him along with uh, Samuel L. Jackson, Diane Lane, even an appearance from Kristen Stewart from the Twilight movies and all of that. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, And basically the film was, you know, this kid who just grew up and he was born with this ability to teleport. And teleportation is my favorite superpower because i feel like it's the perfect combination of like flight and speed right it's like okay well you know if you could just think of a place you could just boom pop boom and you're there instead of having to fly and have to deal with weather you know what i'm saying if the weather comes up or whatnot or if uh you know or if you get dizzy you know you're going fast you know shout out to the flash but you know you may not want to have to do all of that so if you could just like blink boom you're there and there you are Definitely unstoppable, definitely unpredictable. Very, Very unpredictable. I love that teleportation, man. And this movie right here pretty much was centered around that. And uh, and I remember Samuel Jackson, you know, he had like the the old school Cisco. For those of you who remember Cisco, you know, that singer back in the 2000 thong song. Y'all know him? Okay, well, he had platinum oh hair. He had platinum <laughs> hair at the time. And, um, and Samuel Jackson had the platinum hair and he just played this cop that went around is trying to you know take them all out so you know Hayden Christensen's character wasn't the only person with these powers and Samuel Jackson would go around and try to like hunt these people down because he feel like that was a crime uh against God it's like hey how are you just able to pop up in anywhere you want to? anybody can rob a bank 
What I'd like to know is how you rob a bank without opening any doors. Come on. I'm sure you can think of something. So yeah, I I really feel like that movie was good. Uh, I know it was panned. It didn't make a lot of money. <laughs> no. Uh, a lot of critics hated it. A lot of fans didn't like it. And it kind of, like, after it happened, it kind of flew under the radar. Like, no one talked about it or thought about it afterwards. Right. I was even one of the people, I want to hear a sequel or see a sequel. I wanted to be like, hey, man, I wonder where he's going to go from this. Because the end, it was like... I'm not, well, I, I think I could spoil it. I mean, it's, it's been like it's a, been a long ride. Okay, <laughs> so uh, basically, uh, Hayden Christensen's mother, who's played by Diane Lane, she gave birth to him. Obviously, that's his mom. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not always obvious. That's true. You're right. Good point. But uh, she gave birth to him with that effect, and she's actually one of the hunters who hunt the teleportation people. Oh, wow, I don't remember that. Yeah, so she left him. Because she didn't want to have to do what Samuel Jackson is doing to her oh, own child. That's so, devastating. I know, right? And then at the end of the movie, he finally sees his mom and it's like, so what's up? In the movie. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I guess I don't remember that as, much, as well as I should. That's what I'm saying, man. It's uh, a good movie. I, I feel like that movie gets a lot of hate because of the actor. Yeah. I think that after he was in Star Wars, like people just they hate him. Yeah, they do. They think he ruined the the original, not the original, the uh, the prequel the trilogy. Prequel, but yeah. you know, I feel like they were just bad, <laughs> and yeah. that was not his fault. Yeah, you know. But yeah, I, I think that I don't think they give that movie enough credit. Yeah, I think it just came out at a weird time. Weird time, like right before the whole superhero. And actually, I believe it came out right around the first X Men. Yeah. Yeah, see, like, and that, that hasn't really that taken era. a hold quite yet. Right. You know what I mean? Like, even X-Men, even though we like it and it's, we look at it and we're like, yeah, that was great for mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Um, it, the, the superhero culture hadn't taken effect yet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and that's my thing. I mean, like, and I'm not going to lie. Him as an actor, he, he is kind of, he can be kind of dull, you know, not really super emotional, you know, not really showing a lot of gravity in certain situations but at the end of the day i thought it wasn't as bad as everyone thought you know i thought like that i got it on blu-ray and dvd i was oh, like oh Yo. wow, you're a real fan yeah and also <laughs> not only that this time realizing how much of a fan i am um youtube actually kind of continued it but obviously not with the same people like youtube has their youtube premium streaming channel yeah, now but- yeah red so they premiered, I believe it's called Impulse. So it's based on these books. And so the person who's now has the abilities is somehow related to the character in the movie. Okay. It's just kind of like a, a different. Yeah, it's just like a spinoff. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. Like a spinoff of it. So, um, you know, go check it out. And uh, <laughs> I don't think it's as bad as it people make it out the same. So that's so my. Is this just a shameless opportunity for you to plug your favorite movie? <laughs> I didn't say it was my favorite movie. I just, I'm just saying it's not as bad as people, you know, made it out to be. That's just me, though. So that's my, that's not really a hot take. Yeah, that's more it like a, a hot take. I'm that's just kidding. Hot take. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm thinking like, yo, this really more did hate that movie. I mean, yeah, they, they still talk about it sometimes. I, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, hey, I thought it was cool. So uh, go check it out if you haven't seen it. And if you still don't like it, maybe give it a, you know, maybe another watch. Just a, you know, see now. You know, if it changes your mind, because I'm not changing my stance either. <laughs> That's my hot take. All right, guys. Overrated probably would be the DC universe in general is overrated. Uh, they keep having epic fail after epic fail. And so I think it's time maybe they should invest more in their anime and kind of concede to Marvel for the cinematic universe. And now I think it's time for us to go ahead and get into the rumors. Yeah, boy. My Word on the part. street. Ooh, 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 ooh. So, see, you want to start off with the rumors? Yeah, boy. So, the rumors that I've been hearing in my little, a little bird came and told me in my ear mm-hmm. that there is going to be a Plastic Man movie. You and serious? this is confirmed. Yeah, they You're haven't right. they haven't given us any details yet or told us anything else. But mm-hmm. we all we know right now is the director. Really? So that's pretty exciting. Plastic Man. Plastic Man. Can you okay. believe that? All right. So, okay. When I think of Plastic <laughs> Man, all right, now, huh. Uh, he's made of plastic, right? <laughs> yeah. 
He can stretch? He can stretch, yes. <laughs> okay, so already I have a little beef with this guy. Here's my beef what? with this guy. Not, well, I shouldn't say towards Plastic Man, but I'm like, if he can stretch and stuff, man, how come they never made a Stretch Armstrong movie? Are you serious? <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying, man. I mean, him versus Stretch Armstrong. I'm not as well, you know, familiar with Plastic Man. I know uh-huh. Plastic Man. But when I see Plastic Man, I'm like, yo, Stretch Armstrong. Let me tell you a secret. Uh, no one is familiar with Plastic Man. Uh, Plastic <laughs> Man is kind of an obscure character from the DC comics. He's kind of on the level of like Mr. Miracle, uh, Big Barda, like characters like that. Um, they exist and they're right. used sometimes, but... Uh, dead man you know like but not really you know what i mean plastic man actually just had a small i think it was like a six-part miniseries uh recently that just ended so we're talking about the brother with the shades yeah and with the curl with the plastic i'm sorry with the red suit with the red suit (laughs) questionable outfit looking like somebody booster gold would make fun of right exactly (laughs) and that's getting the movie i'm very intrigued on how they're going to modernize it Oh, yeah. I'm super interested because, yeah. I mean, I'm not like a huge fan of Plastic Man or anything. Like I said, he's kind of an obscure character. Yeah. But I'm I'm interested to see, and I know I said this the last time in the podcast, uh-huh. but I'm interested to see new characters with new stories and new backgrounds. So, yeah, you know, why not? If Aquaman can get a movie, why not Plastic Hold Man? Hold on, wait a minute now. <laughs> We're not going to put Aquaman and That's Plastic true. Man in the same. That's true. I'm not going to allow that. That's true. He okay. is he is a legit Justice League member. Right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yo, you're gonna call, I'm gonna call Plastic Man. But but for like obscure characters, I mean. No, I you know, you. like we've had Batman movies, we've had Superman movies, we had Wonder Woman, which was really cool and exciting. Right. But like, um, not that Flash is obscure, but having a Flash movie, like that's mm-hmm. kind of crazy. Right. That DC, for DC to take a chance on Flash, take mm-hmm. a chance on Aquaman. Yeah. Even Cyborg, because they've had rumors that Cyborg's gonna have his own standalone movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't, I- don't, don't. Don't talk about my boy. Okay. All right. I won't. <laughs> but yeah, Plastic Man, I mean, that's kind of interesting. It's definitely different. So okay. I look forward to it. And, and Plastic Man's kind of a silly character, so more fun stuff like Shazam. Mm. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. light, lighthearted, wholesome movie. Okay. Because I love the DC movies, but some of them are just a little too grim all the time. Yeah. All right, we get it. It's you know, dark. saving the world is hard. And, yeah. But, you know, can I have a little laugh every little once laugh in a while? Once in a while? Okay. <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Um, also, well, I heard that, uh, Mega Man is coming. I know. Isn't that crazy? I'm like, at first, now I've been, weren't they talking about this for like the longest time? But it's actually. Oh yeah. They've they've been talking about a Mega Man movie for, like, like you said, I mean, all those video game movies that I feel like video games is just a treasure trove of content that we could see on the silver scene, Mm -hmm. silver screen. Yeah. But we just haven't gotten there yet. Right. Or they just haven't found the right directors to kind of kind of make that leap there. Right, yeah. Um, And make it good. Yeah. But yeah, Mega Man's one of those characters that's kind of always been on the back burner where they keep threatening, we're going to make a movie, we're mm-hmm. going to make a movie, kind of like Dragon Ball Z, for example. Like, yeah. They just keep threatening it, but never happens. But yeah, I think I think somebody, I think they did confirm that Mega Man's going to have a live action movie. Okay. I think that movies like Wreck-It Ralph kind of opened the door. I was going to say that, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, when yeah. they did all of those really funny references Those in the first movie. Amazing. You know, like, I think that they, they were like, you know what? I think people are hankering for video game movies. Yeah. I think now is the time. I mean, we got the tech to do it. Yes. It's just, I guess, the sitting down and coming up with that right script, right? Right. The director that the lead the way. So, yeah, hopefully. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about this, you know, a little bit ago, but Mortal Kombat. Yes. I would love to see a reimagining of that. And where it is that James Wan is producing it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. So I'm super, super excited if this happens because I'm like, please happen. with Like you said, all the stuff that we can do now, all the CGI, everything. I mean, the game itself, the game came out with a new trailer. Um, that's coming out, I believe, in the spring. Oh. So, I mean, that's a great time to be like, all right, cool. You know, everyone loves the games yeah. for the most part. You got 11 years of content yeah, that you can real. go into. <laughs> it's like, yo, your movie is right there. I can go to YouTube right now, watch the movie scenes, and I'm like, yo, put that on the big screen. Put it, take it, put it, take it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man, I would so love that. So uh, here's hoping to that, man. Hoping for, you know, Plastic Man... <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not gonna lie you gotta win me over on Plastic Man I'm not here, I'm not all that sold yet here I am hoping for Plastic Man <laughs> yeah I mean you know maybe I mean who's to say if, if it's the 
good script, great director. You never know. You never know. Never know. All right. Well, hey, I think the well before we wrap things up. Um, speaking of movies, uh, definitely make sure you guys remember Aquaman, December twenty first. Make sure you guys get your tickets because I know I'm going to RPX that one <laughs> for sure. You going to see it, right? Oh yeah. Are you kidding? <laughs> Big DC you. fan over here. That's right. That's right. That's right. And also, uh, by the time this comes out, you probably would have seen. My review for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. So uh, make sure you guys follow us, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at the comic section so you can get all that good stuff, man. Because I got a feeling, even though we're recording this, I got a feeling I'm going to love it. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm predicting my review right now. Oh, yeah. I'm love- I mean, I'm loving the trailers right now. Yeah. They're so adorable. All of the characters are so adorable. And it looks like they really mesh well together. And right? I think it's a really great storyline. So I'm excited. Absolutely. So uh, that about wraps up this episode slash issue number two of the comics section. And again, make sure you guys follow us all over social media. We appreciate all the love that we've been getting from everyone. We even have people who want to be on the show already. We're only two episodes in, <laughs> I know, but crazy. people want to be on it. That's dope. That's how you know it's good. That's how you know <laughs> it is good. Big shout outs to our producer, Redman Actual, for lacing us making us sound so crisp and amazing because we've had so many compliments on all of those things. So we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And make sure you spread the word. And also you want to make sure the reason why you want to make sure you hit us up on Facebook because we have the events that um, Little CEO's been posting. So all the events around town, Charleston, South Carolina, that's where we are for all the things that's going on in the next few months as far as comic book store events, uh, movies, uh, musicals, yep. uh, everything you need to know, it's right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to be at some of those, too. Oh, so yeah. Be prepared for that, because I know I'm going to be ready. Yeah, if there's a nerdy event happening around here in South Carolina, it is up there, and you need to go. There we go. There <laughs> we go. So, again, thank you guys for another great episode. We'll be back next week to get your week started off right every Monday, because we're on some big platforms, guys. Not only are we on SoundCloud, but we are on Spotify, and we're on Google Play. So uh, make sure you follow us, all right? And we got one more that we're going to tackle sooner or later. Don't worry, it's coming. It's coming. So uh, <laughs> as for me, Jason and Lil you. we'll catch you next week on the comic section. Peace. You got a question, a comment, you want to let them know how you feel? You can shoot them an email, comicsectionpodcast at gmail.com. You can get at Little CEO on Facebook and Instagram at Cut It Out Comics and Cosplay, and on Twitter at Cut It Out Comics. And you can get at Jason on Facebook and IG at J Rock That's the letter J R O C D A M I C. Like, share, and follow across all social media at The Comic Section. Editorial content in this issue of the Comic Section podcast was used from ComicBookMovie.com, HollywoodReporter.com, GameSpot.com, IGN.com, CBR.com, GameRant.com, and the YouTube channels of Netflix, Warner Bros. Pictures, Movie Clips, The Movie Channel, Neo Saban Power Rangers, and Funimation. Issue number two of the Comic Section podcast was edited and produced by RedmanActual.com. Redman Actual, audio, production, voice. Tee hee hee hee. Redman Actual. <laughs>